You are listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zare. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Welcome, friends, to episode 18 of Build a Brain. I'm Dr. Jeannie Zare, and I'm just so honored to have you join me on this journey of block by block, thought by thought, building a brain using Reuven Feuerstein's 28 thinking skills. And we are on number 18. Now, know that there's no special order. Okay, you don't have to do these in order. You can listen to them just because a topic catches your interest. Today's thinking skill is giving a thoughtful response. Hmm, this is in the output phase of the cognitive functions. And it flows really nicely after number 17, where we talked about just a moment, let me think. Well, this is about being able to put your words together. Now, one of my mentors in the Feuerstein program is an amazing genius. We talked about geniuses, uh, Kibway, in our last episode, Dr. James Kennard, okay? He and his wonderful wife, Gwen, live in Chicago, and he's this really cool guy that was put in charge of me to be my mentor, Okay. I'll have to try and get his picture for the episode so that you can meet Dr. Kennard. I watched him come into my school. I was the principal at an elementary school, and I used some of my title money to bring Dr. Kennard in, and he taught me how to do this, how to do this beautiful thing with children that were in fourth grade, who, you know how you used to answer in school, the teacher would say, you know, what's the answer to this question? And you'd say maybe one or two words, right? And you hoping that you got the right answer. But Kennard would say, okay, that's good. Tell me more. And the kid would big eyes, look at him and go, what else you want me to say? Tell me more, add more to that answer. Or he would kind of guide him by adding another question. And he would have that child go from a one or two word answer until that child had expanded to this beautiful, full, big sentence that honest was just stunning. I'm sitting there going, how did he get all that out of that kid's head? And then Kennard wasn't done with that kid. You'd think the rest of the kids were going, oh, you know, poor Josh, he has to do all this thinking. I'm just going to sit back here and loaf, right? Oh no, Kennard would turn to another kid and say, James, would you please repeat everything that Shelby just said or Joshua just said? Well, that put the kids on their toes. They knew they not only did they have to pay attention to what Kennard was teaching us how to mediate, how to help children think in full, beautiful sentences, not just one or two word answers. And it was a beautiful thing to watch. 
So I want you to think about this idea of having my words ready to think in and respond in a full sentence. And I'm going to apply it today for young adults that are going in for a job interview. So Kibway, how many job interviews have you done in your lifetime? Can you give me a number? Oh, I would have to say at least 12. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And do do any of them stand out that you remember that they were either really wonderful or really awful. <laughs> either um, one. So I've, I've felt a couple times like I had really, really great interviews, but didn't get yeah. selected. So, you know, I think for me at least, I didn't know what, or I, I don't feel like I don't know what people expect. I try to mm-hmm. ask questions back um to show that I'm interested. Um, Excellent. But Excellent. Didn't always work out. So I'm not really that's kind of a working theory at this point. You know, it's just like yeah. I don't really yeah. know if that works. It didn't always work out for yeah. me. But Yeah. I love to help people uh get ready for interviews. And one thing that I like to tell young people is well, of course you've got to be relaxed and look like you're a confident person, right? But don't worry about jumping into the answer. If they ask a question, pause so that the first word out of your mouth is planned so that you've got your first three or four words ready. Even if you don't have your whole answer ready, you've got the first two or three words ready and it will make you look confident if you actually waited instead of jumping right in and trying to answer the question, thinking again that fast looks smart. If you're thoughtful and you've paused and you've looked at them and kind of nodded your head, you know, turn your head to the side and show that you're thinking about what they just asked you, they're going to go, oh, this guy's a thinker. He's not just impulsively jumping in and answering real quickly. Now, I'm not saying you're sitting there for a minute scratching your head, (laughs) okay? I'm saying three to five seconds of a pause lets them know that you're thinking. Does that make sense? That does make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, to not be um, overzealous with your answer and to show that you're a critical listener. Yeah. Yeah. And you were right on by by having questions ready. You should always go into an interview and have a couple questions. For example, you want to go to this business that you're interviewing with. You want to go to their website and read the whole crazy website. Do your homework. Know the name of the CEO, though he's not going to be interviewing you. It's someone from HR, right? But know his name. Know how long the company's been in business. Know what you could bring to the company, you know, that they maybe don't have yet. So be ready. So you're spot on with having that question ready that you're going to ask them. So you're going to have a question ready. So that's a way of being a thoughtful person with thoughtful responses is not just that you're answering the questions, 
but you've got a question. So that's really cool. Glad you brought that one up. That's a, that's a really good one. Okay. Uh, some other questions. Hmm. Please think first before you answer me. So it's okay to tell somebody that you're mentoring. I've got a tough question for you. And it's okay if you take a few seconds to think. Give them time to think first. Don't make them feel rushed that they have to have an answer. So actually give them time by saying, please think first before you answer me. And then that honors and gives them time. Has there ever been a time you wish somebody would have given you that? <laughs> you know, I didn't. I think there are more times I wish I would have taken that approach of just mm -hmm. um, giving myself permission to take a second and think. I think um, sometimes in, in your career and your job, your performance is based on your 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 performance evaluations are based off speed are based off of how quickly you would accomplish a task or how quickly you mm -hmm. respond to a, um, not necessarily an emergency, but a task that's unplanned. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that's one of the things that, that can be very challenging about giving thoughtful responses is when you had no idea these questions or scenarios were coming up. And so you keep yeah. encountering brand new things. And so teaching yourself to take that time rather than mm -hmm. wait on someone to give it to you, mm -hmm. um, I think is really important as well. So I, I just think that's, that's all really great. Mm -hmm. It's okay to tell someone, can I get back with you tomorrow on that? That is such a good question. Now, I'm not talking about a job interview, but probably, you know, a person that's important to you or in the workplace. Um, you, and you've got to be wise about that. You got to figure out, is this a situation where you can actually do that? Some people will be very impressed that you want to put that much thought into it. And then you got to follow through and do that. Yeah. 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 And I think for young people um, and, and even children as well to, to, to be okay with saying, I don't, I, I need to think about that for a moment. Yeah. I need to take a second and think about that. You know, that's a really powerful statement because just what you said, as far as, you know, you're really, you're unpacking something. And I think for children, mm -hmm. that's really powerful them, for them as well as, as adolescents mm -hmm. and things, because your brain moves so quickly, you feel under pressure a lot to respond right away. You might be nervous. Yes or maybe mm -hmm. someone's talking to you that never talks to you normally, or you're sitting in front of a th an authority figure, or maybe you're in trouble <laughs> and somebody's asking you a question about something um, and you're trying to give honest answers. I think that's just a really powerful thinking tool to be okay with saying, I would have to think about that. You know, I that's gonna take a second for me to think about, or yeah. is it okay yeah. if I come back to this question because I just, I want to answer it truthfully or accurately. And right now, all of the, it's, it's not together yet. And I want to make sure mm -hmm. that I give mm -hmm. you the best answer. And you may just go home and do some research, right? Yep. yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's back up the boat now. We've been talking to very adult, older kids, young adults, but now let's back up the boat and think about a three-year-old. Two and three-year-olds are trying to learn language 
and the only model they got are the adults that are around them. Well, think about how fast we talk. And so a very good friend of mine, a speech pathologist taught, taught me this, that if you want a young child to learn how to talk, you may need to slow your speech down so they can hear the words, separate the sounds and be able to model how to put words together to express their thinking. It was revolutionary for me because I'm a fast talker and most of us are. And so when I'm working with a family here at the MindCap Center and I'm listening to the parents and they're bringing me a four-year-old or a five-year-old, I'll say, you know what? Something I'm gonna recommend you do is that you just slow your speech down. Now I'm not talking about dramatically, just a little bit kind of like what I'm doing right now. If I was just having a conversation with someone, I'd probably be talking faster than I am right now on the podcast. We'll do that with a young child. When you're around them and you think they are struggling with auditory processing or how to put their words together to make sense, you model for them how to slow your speech down and put your words together a little more carefully and they're going to be able to do it as well because you're their role model. Wow, that's really good. Simple, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It I makes know. me think about like my niece and nephew um, because they're learning to, to speak and articulate and things like that. And I yeah. wonder, is that a problem for them? Um, not that they don't, they're not they're like developing, but just that how much easier would it be for them to communicate if people were taking time to be a little, to speak a little slower to them yeah, and to yeah. take just that much, a little bit more intention. It really mm -hmm. doesn't take that long, just takes mm -hmm. a little bit more intention. So this is, mm -hmm. this is a great, great thought exercise. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. <laughs> All right, let me give you one more. I had a wonderful single mom that took training with me. She had a four-year-old daughter at home. And when I do Feuerstein training, I am teaching you how to mediate. Mediate is asking thoughtful questions and then you listen for the response. And she started mediating her four-year-old. And she came back to about the second or third day of class and she said, oh my word. She said, I had no idea how much my four-year-old knew because she had never really listened to what her four-year-old was saying. You know, we tend to just bark orders and say, you know, it's time to go. Do you have your book bag? Put your coat on. We tend to just give a lot of orders to the little kiddos. But when do we ask a question and then get quiet and listen to what they've got to say and just nod and give them body language that tells them you're gonna listen. So try it, kid boy, with your nieces and nephews. Lean in, ask a question like, real, just a fun question like, tell me what your favorite thing to do is on a snow day. Or tell me what you want for your birthday. Tell me everything about your birthday that you're looking forward to. Just some question that a five-year-old is gonna have an answer to. 
but then you be quiet and really listen. So this, this gal came back and said she was so surprised at how much her four-year-old knew. And then she came back on another day and said it was so funny. The night before her four-year-old said, Mom, are you doing that thing to me again? <laughs> <laughs> she said, wait, you're picking my brain. <laughs> are you doing that thing to me again? I loved it. Yeah, the mother had changed so dramatically how she was giving her daughter time to give her thoughtful answers. Think about how respectful that is, mm -hmm. that you'll let a two-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 25-year-old, I don't care, that you'll ask a question and actually then get quiet and listen and honor and give them time to put their words together and follow up with a question. If you're not sure what they really meant, say, oh, is this what you were saying? You know, that that way where we paraphrase what someone is just said to make sure that we understand them. So that's part of mediation, which is the method that Feuerstein identified is the highest level of human interaction. And that's gonna be where we go when we get done with these 28 thinking skills, we're gonna dive into mediation. There's 12 parameters for that. So when we get done with the 28, we're gonna do the 12 for mediation and it's gonna be awesome. So there we go, my friends. There is episode number 18, giving a thoughtful response. So there's another block for you to put in for your brain to be built just a little bit better and a little more efficient. I hope you'll leave a five-star review and please share this podcast. It's meant for anyone and everyone because we all have a brain. So you qualify, anybody qualifies to listen to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I really appreciate you following us along on this journey. Kibway, thank you for all that you do to make this possible. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mindcap.org. That's www.mindcap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. Their specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a new brain. We'll see you next time.